0: Welcome to Wayne Eye Lutheran Church in Roe, Monticello. This is Sunday, August the 20th, 2023, 12th Sunday after Pentecost. The service is by Pastor Wade Reddy. Sermon is by Pastor Lynn Banderob. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Diane Temple. Thank you to Mark and Debbie Hine for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their 49th wedding anniversary. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank Pastor Lynn Banderob, who is with us today. I know you don't want me to preach today. I'm on four hours of sleep and was at O'Hare last night until about midnight, picking up my kids who spent two weeks in Taipei, Taiwan, and they are safely back. Uh, Patrick is sleeping at the parsonage, so if you'll hold it down just a little bit. (laughs) Oh, that's right. This is Lutheran Church. We don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Just kidding. Um... I want to make a couple of announcements. Thanks to Roland uh Rob, our photographer. Uh, we have started on our list. If you are new since 2017, or your family has grown, if you've had a child who's been born since 2017, we'd like for you to sign up on this list. And uh, what we'll be doing is starting on August 27th and then working our way through September 17th. There'll be opportunities. Our office is actually going to call you, so what you need to do is put your name on here, your telephone number and email address, and we'll get a hold of you and schedule a time that works for you, that's convenient for you. But we want to fill all the slots. Now, if you have your picture in the last uh, directory and you're okay with it, you're not as gray. I noticed I wasn't quite as gray as I am now, and, that, and I like that picture, so that'll stay for the readies. But if you don't like it, and your hair's not gray enough, you can sign up after we take care of everyone else. And what we're doing is we're signing people up so that we're bringing our directory, picture directory, up to date. And uh, also collecting information so nobody's falling through the cracks. I know it's probably sacrilegious to send this around, but that's what we're going to do this morning, and keep it keep it moving. And then, uh, thank you for those who are sharing their abundance out of your gardens. Uh, there's a table in the uh, social hall for those items, and just know if you give a free will offering to that, that goes to the food pantry. And uh, I think we split it between the Monticello and Anamosa. so. Uh, Any free will offering you give goes to the food pantry. Uh, Let's see, anything else we need to talk about? Kids, I'm going to invite you forward for the Canticle of Praise, and it didn't go very well a couple of weeks ago, so we're going to practice right now. Whenever we sing the refrain, Glory to God in the highest, we're going to raise our hands like this, and then when it talks about peace... We're going to do this. I learned this from, um, from Barb. And she'll. You want to do it for us, Barb? <laughs> this is actual sign language for peace. Can you demonstrate? Because I don't want to get it wrong, and I'm going to practice.
1: It's like you're praying and you just
0: start like this. Peace. peace. Okay? Peace. And maybe if you do it as well, I'm going to really get you out of your comfort zone and. Uh, Glory to God. And I'm gonna have the kids up front doing it. And then peace to God's people on earth. Okay? You think you can do that? Kids, I'll invite you for Madeline's going, Pastor. Uh... If everyone else does it, that'll be good. All right. Let us take lettuce. It's so funny in seminary, one of the teachers said we don't want to say lettuce, carrots, and celery may we take a few minutes of meditation and think about why we're here and praising God this morning. Welcome for worship. Let us begin with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this at the front of your bulletin. Gracious God, we confess confess that we we have sinned sinned in in thought, word, and deed by by what what we we have done and by what we have left undone.
2: Forgive us and give us
0: strength to turn from sin and to serve you in the newness of life. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you. And for his sake, God forgives you all your sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become children of God and bestows upon them the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us continue with the curia. You'll find this on page 184. You want to come forward? Kids, you want to come on up at this time? I'm going to have you hold my book for me so I can be hands-free. Come on up, kids, and stand behind Kale here. If you just put your... That was wonderful. Wow, and thank you for standing. I don't know how you can sit through that song. Let us turn to our bulletin insert, and on this 12th Sunday after Pentecost, let us pray together the prayer of the day. God of all peoples, your arms reach out to embrace all those who call upon you. Teach us as disciples of your Son to love the world with compassion and constancy, that your name be, be known throughout the earth through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's holy word.
2: Good morning. Our first reading, reading comes from Isaiah chapter 56, verses 1 and 6 through 8, with the following preface. The prophet calls upon Israel to do justice in view of God's imminent intervention to save. Righteousness and obedience define who belongs to the Israelite community, not race, nationality, or any other category. Thus says the Lord, maintain justice and do what is right, for soon my salvation will come and my deliverance be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, All who keep the Sabbath and do not profane it and hold fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Thus says the Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, I will gather others to them besides those already gathered. The word of the Lord. Psalm 67 beginning with a refrain. show sure. Our second reading today comes from Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 2a and 29 through 32. Paul writes, I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Just as you were once disobedient to God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now been disobedient in order that, by the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God has imprisoned all in disobedience, so that he may be merciful to all. The word of the Lord. Our
0: service continues on on page 188 with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise.
3: According to Matthew, glory to you. O Lord. Please be seated for the reading of the gospel. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached him and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into the pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. Then he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and that, and this, is what defiles. For out of the heart comes evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left the place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from the region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And the disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs from the, that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done as you do for you as you wish and her daughter was healed instantly the gospel of our lord
0: praise to you o christ
3: such a rich text this morning that's brought to us in the gospel of matthew there's a version of this story also given in the gospel of mark and i kind of want to give some context of where this story lands And it lands in between the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000. And there's a little bit in there of Jesus walking on water and Peter walking on water and having some doubt and then Jesus putting his hand down and pulling him out of the water. So this story is kind of sandwiched between feeding, the nourishing, and the physical feeding and the nourishing of faith and belief. It really is a story of faith and truth and how that's lived out every day in our lives. Because our beliefs and our faith shape our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Our beliefs and faith shape our thoughts, words, and actions. The story that was just read is two scenes of a three-scene play, and we're not given the first scene, so I really want to go back and catch those first nine verses because it really gives context to why Jesus is saying what he's saying and why he is frankly a little frustrated at these people. So it says at the beginning of chapter 15 in Matthew, And then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Jesus has done a lot of things and they're caught up about washing hands before you eat. Jesus replied, Why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is a gift devoted to God. He is not to honor his father with it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. And that's where our story picks up. So that was the first scene. And Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen and understand what goes into the mouth goes out. But what comes out of the mouth is what defines you. My little niece, years and years ago, I think she was maybe in third or fourth grade, said, words are like toothpaste. And I really? How so? She says, because once it comes out, it can't go back. Yeah, I like that. And Jesus is getting frustrated. Because the disciples come to him and said, what does this mean? And in my version in the NIV, it says, Peter, are you still so dull? Have you not got it yet? Did we not just feed 5,000 people with a couple loaves and a few fish? Have you not seen all the healing miracles along the way? Peter, weren't you the guy that was walking on the water just, I don't know, yesterday? Yesterday? Aren't you getting it yet? And the disciples say, and the Pharisees, they got offended. Jesus speaks the Ten Commandments in this story. He's already talked about number four, honor your father and mother. And then he goes on to say, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. Well, there's 5 through 10. He's told the Pharisees that you've put your traditions before God. So they've blown up commandment number one, keep your God before you, right? And then have no other idols, number two. The only one that wasn't specifically spoke of in this one was keep the Sabbath and keep it holy but in Mark's telling of the story that's what he was trying to do he was in a house trying to get some rest so in the midst of this he's going back and saying you've put your traditions ahead of God and you're worried about these little things and you're not feeding yourself with the word of God And so out of your mouth comes what you believe. And then this amazing story of our Canaanite woman. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Canaanite woman from the vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering suffering terribly from demon possession. This woman has courage to come to Jesus. I think back to a verse in the Psalms and wonder if she read this beforehand. It's Psalm 38, 138 verse 3. It says, In the day I cried out, you answered me, and you made me bold with strength in my soul. The day I cried out, you answered me, It made me bold with strength in my soul." I grew up in um, Alberta, Canada, up against the mountains. And when we went camping, there is a lot of rules that you need to follow so you don't get eaten by bears. Because it's right in the middle of black bear and grizzly bear country. And we always knew the first thing you learned is you never got between a mama bear and her cub, right? This lady is the mama bear, and there's not going to be no one getting in her way between her and her cub. And all of us that have kids, we know we would go to the ends of the earth to do something for our kids. And this mama bear is doing something for her daughter, and she's not taking no for an answer. She comes directly to Jesus, and she comes to him humbly and she presents her request to him she says Lord son of David she has said who he is it's like in John chapter 14 she knew Jesus was the way the truth and the life and no one comes to them except through the father she knew who Jesus was and through her word, she's telling everyone in hear, hearing who he is. And she knows. She's not an Israelite. She's a Gentile in an area outside of where the Israelites would be. And she knew who Jesus was and is calling on his humanity and his divinity. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away and keep For she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me. Again, another act of humility, coming to Jesus and kneeling before him. He replied, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. And she says right away, Yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. What is she saying? She's saying, even though I'm not an Israelite, I still know and have seen and have heard all your teachings and I know who you are. So all your teachings, I've been off on the sidelines, but I've heard it all. And I know it to be true. And so right now, I'm at your feet, asking as a mama bear to do something to help my daughter. God's word is for everyone. And she knew that. What she is speaking from her mouth is truth. What is coming out of her heart, she's following those ten commandments, isn't she? Because she's putting God first. And her words express that. And Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. In our our NRSV, it says she was healed instantly. And in Mark's gospel, it said she went home and found her daughter sitting on the edge of her bed completely healed. This lady is Mama Bear. She has this single but profound faith to come to Jesus. All her disciples were saying, just send her away. She's bothering us. But she's not deterred. And then she expresses a very simple but profound faith in departing. And I think this is the strongest point of the story that sometimes we miss. Her faith was so great, she didn't say, are you sure? Is she really healed? Don't you have to touch her? Don't I need to bring her to you? Don't you need to go to her? She turned and she left. We know the tenaciousness of this lady. She would not have left if she didn't get what she came for. Her faith was amazing. Her faith to come to Jesus in the first place and to push all the others that say go away. But then the faith to know that Jesus was good to his word. Incredible. Incredible woman. Because our beliefs and our faith, they shape our thoughts, words and actions. Anytime we hear a story like this, we always want to go to other places in our Bible that strengthen the message of what is said because this is Lynn's interpretation. But what else does the Bible have to say? And Pastor Wade does this all the time. He walks us through all the scriptures that will apply to this. So I think back to last week in our Romans text. It said because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and is so justified and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says no one who believes in him will be put to shame for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call to him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's no distinction between the Israelites and the Gentiles. God's word is for all of us. And if we confess it from our mouth because it's truly in our heart, it will come out as the strength of faith. And so if it is for all of us, Jews and Gentiles alike that takes me to John chapter 15 and being grafted into the vine abide in me and I abide in you just as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me I am the vine you are the branches those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit Because apart from me, you can do nothing. This lady knew that. And she came to him and wasn't deterred. And then her faith at the end, or she just walked away knowing that Jesus had done what he had said. How often do we pray? And I am so guilty of this too. God, I want this, that, or the other. I want healing for this person. You walk into your day and you go, I wonder if God heard me. I wonder if God will really do that. And we pray to God through our faith and through our belief that he is truly the Lord of all, that he died on the cross for us, and he rose again to be seated at the right hand of the Father that when we petition our Lord, he truly does hear our prayers. Stand on that strength and that foundation, that rock, because that is the power of Christ in our lives. Because truly our beliefs and our faith shape our thoughts and our words and our actions. And if there is one thing that I want you to take away with you, to be rooted deeply in your heart, it's this. Persistence and faith are an incredibly powerful pair. Persistence. This lady had persistence like no other. And she had faith like no other. That is our model for us in our life. Persistence and faith. It's a powerful pair. Amen.
0: share in the affirmation of our faith, I invite the congregation to please rise as we share in the Apostles' Creed. You'll find this on page 105 in the front of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. I'm going to invite our children who are going back to school to come forward, and if we have any teachers here who will be going back to school, if you'll join me up front, Emily and Diane and others, if we could do that, and if we could come up here so we can all see you. Come on up. Kids who are going back to school, and any teachers we have among us? All right, come on up. You know, each year we do uh, a blessing of the backpacks and Holly um, Ivan reminded me and I said, you know, that's nice. But I thought it would be nice to do a a student-teacher blessing rather than blessing uh, the backpacks, that we actually bless these. And so now what I'm gonna do is invite the parents of these students to come forward and stand behind your children because you're going to help with the blessing And Pete, you're going to go up and you're going to lay your hand on Diane. And yes, I don't even have to mention to Blake, we need all of you to do this. And if you're a grandparent, we're going to have you come on up and be a part of this blessing. Grandparents, you're a part of this too. So, isn't this great? There you go. Come on up. I'm gonna stand here with the congregation. And uh, the congregation is going to, okay, so moms and dads and husbands and spouses and grandparents, I want you to place a hand on your child, on your teacher, on your spouse. The rest of the congregation, I'm gonna have you place your hand out towards this group that we have before us and let us pray. O God, source of all goodness, we give thanks for for and seek your blessing upon our students and teachers, both present today and away, that they receive and provide education of reason and opportunity to further the mind, body, and the spirit. Lord, bless our schools. That they may be places of learning and safety where teachers instruct the minds and nurture the hearts of every student. And grant that students and teachers work together in mutual respect and find joy in their common academic life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, we pray. Amen. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) Wonderful. That's being church. Let us continue with our prayers of intercession. You'll find this on the back cover of your Celebrate insert. And so confident that God receives our joys and our concerns, let us offer our prayers for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. O God, your Spirit gathers the church. Shepherd those who are newly baptized and newly ordained in the proclamation of the gospel, breathe life into the ecumenical and, and interreligious endeavors, and support missionaries throughout the globe, and we lift before you Brenda Smith, George Walter's niece, who is serving in Africa. Hear us, O God. You created the earth and all that its inhabitants and declared it good. Clean polluted skies and seas and soil and provide nourishment to plants and animals and make us aware of our impact on the environment. And we pray, Lord, in this late season of the crop growing, that you provide a much, the much-needed moisture, and that your hand be there to increase the harvest. Hear us, O God.) Your you call leaders to bridge differences and practice generosity inspire all in authority to protect people in harm's way and deliver those in bondage support fair elections provide care for our military personnel and veterans we lift before you especially this morning ben harms david Frankfurt, trevor owen dustin starn and spencer hansen Lord, uh, and show mercy to those for whom they have responsibility. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You provide for those who suffer in body, mind, and spirit. Embrace people who have been rejected because of difference. Heal trauma caused by racism and prejudice. Shield any who are persecuted. Console the dying and heal the sick. This morning, Lord, we come before you. We pray for Alfreda Tobiasen, who has entered hospice care. We give thanks for these beautiful flowers on the altar that were provided by Linda Siebels, and we pray for your healing hand to be upon her life and Teresa Inglebarts. We're thankful, Lord, for the days that Kalinda and Al have had, and we pray that her pain be minimal. And we lift before you Jeff Weirs, who went through surgery this week with a new hip, and for Sandy Jensen, who deals with pain every day, Lord, give her, give her a pain-free day. And for Dick Meyer, Jan Rickles' brother, and Lynette Mork, Lisa Farley's aunt. And for Tom Boken, Bill's brother. It's so good that they have spent time together and sharing. And Lord, we pray for Samantha Putz, Pam Ivens' dear friend. Lord, we pray for the family of Sharon Soper and Clyde Zedek following their deaths this past week. Hear us, O oh God. O oh God, you journey with us in all of life's transitions. Guide those preparing for baptism, for marriage, and for retirement. Guide our church council and committees and the visioning and ministry. To be with our education committee as they meet with meet with a potential candidate to be our director of of Christian education and safeguard those who travel. Hear us, O God. We give you thanks for those who now rest in their labors. Motivate us by their lives of dedication to the gospel until that day when you join we join with them in our eternal home. Hear us, O God. Into your hands, O God, we commend for all whom we pray. In the name of the one who reconciled all of creation to himself, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. This morning we received our offering. Uh, We're collecting for LSI. And so we'll invite the children to come forward and to assist us. Our service continues on page 190 in the front of your hymnal. Let us pray. our Lord was betrayed he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and said take and eat this is my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me again after supper he took the cup and after giving thanks he gave it for all to drink saying this cup is a new covenant of my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me Lord remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray our father who art in heaven Taste and see that the Lord is good. And so I'll invite Pastor Lynn and my communion assistants to come forward at this time. All of those who believe in the true presence of the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ are invited to come forward. And uh, if you would prefer to have a blessing, simply cross your arms. And um, there you go, Pastor. For all is ready now, let us sing the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. us pray. O God, we give you thanks that you have set before us this feast, the body and blood of your Son, and by your Spirit strengthen us to serve all in need and to give ourselves away as bread for the hungry. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. For those who will be going out and bringing communion to those who are shut in, I invite you to come forward at this time and let me offer this blessing And so you can make your way to the altar. Gracious God, loving all your family with the mother's tender care, as you sent the angel to feed Elijah with the heavenly bread, assist those who set forth to share your word and sacrament with those who are sick, homebound, or in prison. And in your love and care, nourish and strengthen those who will receive the sacrament and give us all comfort of your abiding presence through the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so thank you so very much. It's an important ministry. All right. Maybe just take a, we've got a few minutes. Let me just take a look at announcements. Um, There's a board going around uh, to uh, write your name on there. If you've been new to the congregation since 2017 or your family has grown since 2017, we want you to sign up. We want your email. We want your telephone number. Kim and Gina are going to give you a call to have you come in. Roland Vander is graciously willing to take pictures so that we can load it up on our servant keeper. Roland, can you wave your hand just so we can see you? There he is in the middle of the congregation. And so uh, I hope you, hopefully you have signed up. And... Uh, Diane, you can go ahead and make your way to the microphone and uh, just to share with you, we've got a free community picnic coming up on Monday from five to seven at the United Church of Monticello. That might be something you want to take a look at. And I will turn it over to Diane before I announce. Okay,
2: two notes, uh, one, Harvest Festival, Never too early to start thinking about it, right? Uh, Just mark your calendars for October 18th at Wednesday night uh, for the Harvest Festival. And the second date I'd like to draw your attention to is September 10th. It'll be the Ice Cream Social. And um, back on the little table where the bulletins are, I've got a a sign-up sheet. If any um, Sunday school families would like to volunteer to bring some donations, we still have some uh, items on the list that need to be donated or any of you families who just really care about the Sunday School program and the youth, or you like to bake, feel free to sign up as well. Just let me know if you have questions. Thank you.
0: All right, thank you, Diane, for that. So the first uh, day of Sunday School is uh, September 10th, And that's the same day as our ice cream social. It'll be a fun day. We've got a guest speaker, Deb Whitford, will be coming from LSI and uh, meeting with our kids to talk about what this money that they've been gathering for will go to uh, good use. And now I have to share with you that today is a special day as uh, we have Mark and Debbie Hine in sponsoring today's radio broadcast in honor of their 49th wedding anniversary. Can you stand and let us recognize you? They're here somewhere, I know they are, there they are, being those Germans, not wanting to stand. Congratulations. I don't know, did we, we're getting to the end of August, the middle of August, did we um, miss anyone's birthday? I don't think we sang, do we have any other uh, anniversaries? Who's got a birthday in August? Emily does, okay, and Julie does, and Dale does, and uh, Pat does. All right, so um, Barb, you're on the piano, that's a good thing. Uh, can we, we play Happy Birthday for our dear friends? receive this blessing, I invite you to please rise. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We sing our sending song for a thousand tongues, 886. Serve the Lord.
3: Thanks. Be. Liturgy Copyright 2021, Augberg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission
0: under one license. Number A-729734. All rights reserved.